Thanks for tuning in to the Michigan Business Network. You found the Michigan Corners where we talk about all things meetings, events, festivals, tourism here in the Great Lakes State. And I'm so glad you joined us today because we've got lots to talk about with a young lady that I happen to have the privilege of meeting recently. And her name is Cheryl Benjamin. Cheryl, welcome to our humble show. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah, we're glad. I'm excited about this. I know it's going to be. I, I, I when after I had a chance to visit with you for a little bit, I did get excited about some of the things we can talk about. And so I'm going to start hopefully at the beginning here, Cheryl. And you're the founder of CTM Consulting, and so tell me a little bit about the things you focus on in your area of expertise. <laughs> Consulting, we help organizations that have like a small to mid-sized travel spend. So that's anywhere in my comfort level up to about, oh, 10, 11 million dollars mm-hmm. in, in spend. Many times those organizations do not have the resources or the time to do a deep dive into their program. So their travel program expense, potentially meetings as well. So when I'm working with a client, I review their travel processes. I look at things such as policies, software, booking methods, anything that they feel that they need um, assistance with, Mm. and then recommend improvements to their existing program or new ways to potentially approach travel and expense. I help with uh, sourcing and contract analysis. A lot of times there's data consolidation that needs to be done, as well as meetings management. And those are all, um, you know, really key items within an organization's travel spend that unless it's managed well and closely, could really be a huge cost to them. And it is a controllable expense. Well, you're kind of uh, surprising me a bit here because you're talking about some things that in my corporate world a number of years ago, you know, I used to go to my assistant and ask her if she would uh, book me this flight or do this or do whatever. And, And other than our incentive trips where we use an outside firm, um, you know, I, my, my department or division was actually doing our own thing. And then uh, the other divisions were doing all their own things. So it, it feels like there wasn't any type of a coordinated effort that was going on there. Are you suggesting that that's where some of the cost savings and some of the brilliance of what you do can come into play? Absolutely. Mm. Um, one of the biggest things that we see that corporations, not corporations, because, you know, a larger corporation is going to have a handle on this, but maybe smaller firms may not understand the power of um, a negotiated contract to help them control their costs. Mm-hmm. So, for example, if, you know, they're located in a particular area and they're having you know, people come in, whether it's other employees or visitors come in, you know, negotiated uh, contract rates on hotels can save a company a lot of money, whether it's a specific hotel or if it's a chain-wide agreement. Um, Consulting firms, for example, would benefit tremendously of having an agreement with a chain such as, you know, a Hilton or a Choice or Marriott, any of those. And it saves a lot of money to their program. And it helps them really understand where their money is going. And, you know, another way to approach that is even just making sure that they have a uh, corporate credit card program of some sort. So if they're not going to tightly manage travel, they can at least see where their money is going through card data. Yeah. And that's where the data consolidation comes in. 
Well, and and uh, this strikes me as is um, way more sophisticated than just get me a flight down to Miami, right? I mean, with the, <laughs> um, this is really exciting because it sounds like you can do a couple of things. One is reeling some costs, and you know, when you've got a ten million dollar travel spend for an organization, or even if it's a million dollar travel spend, and you can save ten percent, uh, my gosh, look what you've just done to the bottom line, and and that gets pretty exciting when you're looking for ways to trim some cost. So what's Right. What's interesting to me is when is when somebody would call you, would they would they give you then access to all their divisions? So if I've got six divisions and I've got all these VPs doing their own thing, what would I do? Would I call you in and say, hey, I, I, I want to have Cheryl take a look at what each of you guys are doing, and we're going to see if we can't find a way you'd look for the cost savings. Is that the way that would work? Exactly. Wow. What a difference that makes. And, and you know, when you, when you start thinking about changing – uh, some different scenarios. I guess uh, it, it does come down a little bit to what the kind of cooperation and the kind of uh, support you can build. Because some people might not like the loss of control. If I think back to some of my my uh, earlier days when I watched some of the other people in play, uh, they just seem like they want to be able to do their thing and not be encumbered by a process. So that's part of what you probably got to do is make sure they understand. No, this isn't going to be encumbering or or a problem, it's going to be empowering, right? So it, is, it doesn't take a drag exactly. on their organization, right? How do you make it, how do you make it user-friendly? You know, technology has enabled that free will, that free spirit, so to speak. Um, and it allows people to still kind of do their own thing. So if you have a division that's really not on board, and it's a, um, a mainly hands-off approach to, um, to management within an organization, there are technology, there are tools out there mm. that, you know, can bring all of that data in, like I said, through a card program. Yeah. And you start looking at that, and then you go from there. And when you're working with senior levels in the management structure of an organization, they are concerned about that bottom line. Yeah, it gets their attention real quick. Well, you've got, so our, you, you've got our attention today right now because this is uh, such a great topic. I can't wait to spend more time with you in our next segment. We're going to head to a uh, commercial break right now. But you found the Michigan Business Network, and this is the Michigan Corners with Cheryl Benjamin. We're going to be right back. Perfectly managed meetings, carefully planned conferences, and beautiful beginnings. That's what you'll find at Treetops Resort. We have an ideal location just minutes from I-75 and over 25,000 square feet of meeting and convention space. No matter what you're planning, let our spectacular views, spacious lodging, and outstanding customer service show you why Treetops is Michigan's most spectacular resort. Get a no-hassle quote for your next meeting at treetops.com or call at 888-TREETOPS. This is Michigan Corners right here where we're talking all things meetings, events, festivals, tourism right here in the Great Lakes State. And we have a wonderful expert that's helping us understand some of the travel and meeting costs associated with what big organizations and small and medium-sized organizations have to deal with to try to make it count. And so making that buck uh, stretch as far as it possibly can is kind of what it's all about. Cheryl Benjamin, the founder of CTM Consulting, is with us. And Cheryl, in the last segment, we talked a little bit. I'm just recounting back in my days when I was in an executive team 
And I, I just remember that that part of what we had was we had um, I don't I'm not saying egos in a bad way, but we had you know leadership, you know, and you got people that are are in charge, and the last thing they want to do is is uh, lose that control. Did you find Did you find that was some of the um, I guess the heaviest themes that you that you ran into in terms of how to try to make some of those uh, changes that were necessary inside of organizations. How bad was that making change happening? You know, when you would when you start out initially, that's when you start some of the resistance. But when you're bringing back the potential for cost savings, mm. you know, if you just did this, it starts people. It starts the uh, the thought process of this is for the better of the organization. And as leaders, we are supposed to, mm. you know, empower our people to be as productive as possible and to also help contribute to the bottom line of the company. You bet. And so that's where it starts to shift. You know, there's there could always be one or two that really don't want anything to do with it. But Again, technology, it's a lot different today than it was 10 years ago or 15 years ago. Yep. You can give them booking tools that, you know what, here, do your thing. You make your policy. You build the policies around travel and, you know, how best to accomplish the needs of the organization, but not tie the hands of the travelers so bad that they can't get the job done. Right. right. And, you know, we... We find that not only in just the travel space, but also when you're looking at the meetings management space. Um, one of the things I've encountered is that a lot of organizations don't understand that once you have, let's say, 15 or 20 people gathering for a meeting, if they're coming in from out of town, there's automatically opportunities to save money. Mm. And, you know, that's the one area that you get the most resistance of people not wanting to give up control. Because I have to admit, you know, my 15 plus years of doing meetings and events for my previous company, it was fun. Mm. I have to say it was a lot of work, but it was also one of the, the parts of my job that I enjoyed the most because, you know, people are getting together, they're excited and whatnot. And so the meeting planner who's working on that, looks like a hero right. for a well-done event. And that's one of the areas where there's a lot of opportunity in contracting um, to save money. And so if you, again, it goes right back to that policy, empowering, not restricting. Right. And right. That's, the, that's the way to really approach it. Well, and so I think when you, when you talk about empowering, part of what I think everybody begins to talk about is their ability to make their own choices, their own direction and do their own nuances. And I just know when it comes to travel, sometimes people people get uh, pretty um, specific about what they accept, what they won't accept, that kind of thing along the way. But when it comes mm-hmm. to comes to meetings and it comes to uh, having having programs and such, um, it feels like there's there's a whole different um, realm of possibilities in, in that regard. A, a good example is years ago, and, and, and I think it's kind of kind of what the direction it's going to go, but Every once in a while, I hear somebody say, "Well, that's the direction the industry is going." My best example of that was I used to used to uh, book book conference rooms, uh, banquet rooms, and I would have a, a big meal and a speaker. Right. Well, at that mm-hmm. point in time, they they started adding on 
conference room surcharges or setup charges or these extra fees for the room. And I, and I said, I, I, no, that's not, not something we pay. And they would end up waiving those. But as time went on, they well, that's really what the industry's done. I said, well, it's because you've accepted it. So part of it is is trying to make sure that you say, look, we're make your money where you got to do it. But there's certain things we're not going to accept. How hard is that to have quality relations with your partners that you're renting to or from, and uh, trying to trying to appease the bottom line on, on the organizations you're representing? So that those become kind of constant war zones, aren't they? They can be, but I always tell any any organization, any person that I'm working on a meeting or event with, everybody is out to either make money or save money. Mm. And you can't expect a conference center, a hotel, or whatever, or, you know, any kind of a venue to give away the house. Right, right. You know, they have employees that they have to pay. There are food costs, and unfortunately those are things that are constantly seeing an increase in. And to your point, if you're using a hotel facility, if they're not getting room revenue, so sleeping rooms out of the deal, right? they have to make up that revenue some, somewhere else. And it's all negotiating. So, you know, you have to make sure that you're doing right by the venue that you're wanting to hold the event at. And also, you know, doing the right thing for the organization. Well, doing the and, right thing is never is is uh, should never be in question. It's always the thing that you want to draw and go to the right spot. And I gotta tell you, doing the right thing was to get you on this show. So glad you're <laughs> with us today, Cheryl. Thanks for tuning in to Michigan Corners here on the Michigan Business Network. We're gonna be right back. Sinair has been advancing communities and providing opportunities for people in Michigan for more than 25 years. Through lending, investments, and the creation of homes and jobs, Sinair has made a combined $7 billion impact on the communities they serve. Learn more at www.sinair.com. You've tuned in to the Michigan Business Network and you found... The Michigan Corner Show, right here where all things meetings, events, festivals, and tourism all around the Great Lakes State here in Michigan. And so with me today, we have Cheryl Benjamin. She is the founder of CTM Consulting. Wow, does she got a lot of good information, Cheryl. I'm so glad you're with us. And you know, as I think about part of what our show is all about is trying to develop and really uh, do the best we can to promote Michigan as an incredible destination and incredible opportunity. And when you think about um, some of your expertise and the things you've done along the way, um, tell me about your thoughts about Michigan as far as a final destination for a meeting or event. Well, being born and raised here in this great state, I think that there's just a world of opportunities. Mm. One of the challenges I think that anyone who works with organizations, you know, based in Michigan, you know, the biggest challenge is getting them to stay in the state and hold their meeting here Mm. because everyone wants to go to, you know, in January or February, they want to go to Florida. They want to go to California. They want to go someplace warm. But, you know, Michigan has just so much to offer. A few years ago, I was sourcing a meeting for um, an individual that wanted to hold it here. Mm-hmm. They wanted to be able to pull more of their employees from from their office than what they could afford if they they were to hold it out of state. And I had the opportunity to, you know, look at several areas. Um, one that surprised me, I think, the most was Frankenmuth. 
Oh. You know, grew up as a kid going there, you know, family Sunday chicken dinner. Oh, yeah. And, you know, so that, or going to Bronner's, you know. But having looked at what was available for um, smaller meetings there, it just blew me away. Mm-hmm. Because it's just, it wasn't one of those places that was on my radar. <laughs> right. You know, you you mentioned you bring up Michigan as a destination and everyone automatically thinks Detroit. Well, we're so much more than that. You know, like I said, Frankenmuth, um, we've got beautiful venues all across Northern Michigan, all accessible, you know, like through Traverse city, um, the airport there in Traverse city in Traverse city is another one. That's a great location. But I think the one that impressed me the most out of all my years was Grand Rapids. Oh, wow. And, you know, I, I, am a Lansing girl. I mean, don't, I don't take anything away from this part of the state, but they didn't want to be here because this was, you know, essentially hometown, but Grand Rapids has done such an amazing job with that downtown area. Mm-hmm. You know, to think that it really started with the Amway. If you take a drive through that downtown area now, there are so many options as far as hotels. Right. And this particular um, one, we chose the JW Marriott. And it sits right on the river. And they were so accommodating. Now, this kind of goes back to what you and I were talking about, that there is a price for, for a meeting. And there's a price for meeting space. And especially in a location such as that. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were just wonderful to work with. And there were so many things that after the meeting, you know, had dismissed for the day, and this was a multi-day meeting. You know, there was restaurants and different things that people could, could go do. You bet. A vibrant, safe downtown. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. And the, the feedback from that particular meeting was as positive as any of the other, you know, normal destinations such as an Orlando oh. or, you know, or someplace like that. Now, and Cheryl, was that, just, was that, what time of year was that? It was it was in September. Oh, okay, all right. And so I prayed to the to the weather gods the whole week. <laughs> yes, because <laughs> <laughs> it was late September. Right. But it was it was absolutely glorious. And you know, Michigan just has so much to offer with with meetings, and you know, especially if you know someone does a summer meeting. Yeah. You know, look at the opportunity with festivals and fairs, and you know, something that we're just so known for in our state. Well, Michigan, Michigan in the summer is, is just a breathtaking destination, period. There's just nothing wrong with it um, that you can find fault with at all. I think that the interesting thing that people might not know about, particularly when you talk about the Grand Rapids destination, is they have an in inside, I don't want to call it a tunnel system, but an inside yep. system um, where you can literally walk several blocks without ever going outside um, inside of their uh, network of uh, this walkway, which is just brilliant because it extends the season. And indeed, in the dead of winter, when we've had our conferences over there, um, we've done events around the city uh, in the middle of February and still had the ability to go in and out of uh, what they prepared for us. So to your point, there's different places and different cities that set themselves up um, and I think probably one of the biggest things is is that when we get back in our next segment, we probably want to be able to talk about um, what are some of those elements that you look for as a planner. What are those things? It's always nice to have a 
uh, a hotel that supports you. But is there are there other things in a city that you look for, and then other things that that are that are handy and convenient. So when I think about that, it's got to include uh, uh, direction, uh, transportation, easy in and out. Might include airlift. Um, and to your point, uh, a Frankenmuth gets on the radar. If you have a smaller venue, you can kind of. Uh, be able to grab that and, and uh, utilize that. So we're going to come back uh, in our next segment, Cheryl, and have a chance to kind of unpack some of those other things in terms of how to help us have successful meetings and events right here in Michigan. And Cheryl, we're so glad you joined us here today on the Michigan Business Network. This is the Michigan Corner Show. I'm Vic Versero. We'll be right back. Physicians Health Plan is local. For 35 years, we've been a part of your community, and we take pride in helping you get the coverage, care, and personal service you deserve. Go to phpmichigan.com for more information. We're the health plan that works for you. You found the Michigan Corners here on the Michigan Business Network. Thanks so much for tuning in, where we're going to be talking about all things meetings, events, festivals, and tourism right here in the great state of Michigan. And one of the great things we've got with us today is a young lady by the name of Cheryl Benjamin, who is the founder of CTM Consulting. And Cheryl, I just love some of the expertise that you're lending to our show today and helping us, that us those of us that are fond of planning meetings here in Michigan and doing certain things. So let me, let me uh, in our last segment, we talked about what are you looking for? And I, I think sometimes if we're going to have a summer event, oftentimes my, my brain drifts northward in, in Michigan and some of the great destinations up there. But, you know, um, a summer destination in Grand Rapids or, or Battle Creek or possibly over in uh, southeast Michigan is pretty much a no-brainer as well. Recently, um, I just got back from uh, ho- uh, helping host an international program that was up in Traverse City, uh, and we utilized, per my recommendation, uh, actually a hotel that's probably a little unknown. It's called the Park Place Hotel in right downtown Traverse City, within walking distance of all those wonderful restaurants and bars and pubs and, and shopping and everything else. It was quite popular with the group, and of course, breathtaking views and amazing weather, so when you start thinking about where you want to go for uh, recommending to some people that are saying, well, I want to have a conference here, um, I'll consider Michigan, but what do you got for me, Cheryl? Where does your brain go and how do you how do you unpack that when you start getting those kind of questions? Well, I always dig further in, you know, asking more, what are you looking to accomplish? Who is the audience? Yeah. And, and then start tailoring it from there. Are they going to have, how much free time are you going to give them? Are you going to allow them to come in early or stay a little later, you know, to, to really get an idea of the area? And that's what I use for my bait. And then I go and I start looking at, you know, all of the different destinations. Are they going to allow people to have rental cars or are we going to have to do some type of other ground transportation, Uber, Lyft, a mass um, transportation if they're going further away from an airport? And all of those things go into it. And then from there, I start looking at the destination itself. You know, you're not in a meeting room from sunup to sundown, right, or right. at least I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right. Because you know, you could accomplish that over a video call anymore. Right. But what does the area have to offer? Is it safe? 
to, you know, get people out walking around at night? And, you know, what are some things that they could easily do if someone wanted to, you know, take off and rent a car at night and, and drive? Um, you know, so those are all things that go into it. But really, it's that airlift. You know, where can I get people in if, if people are, in fact, flying in? Yeah. You know, where can I easily get people in? What's that going to um, do to the cost impact of the event? And then how am I going to get them from the airport to the venue? Well, let's talk airlift just for a second because it, it is important when you're when you're putting together a meeting, especially anything from speakers to w- whatever it might be. <laughs> Interesting, I remember um, I was at a national conference on Mackinac Island and uh, one of the speakers is a well-known uh, political uh, person, and he, the first thing he said in his, in all of his days traveling around the world, he's never used planes, trains, automobiles, and bicycles uh, in the way that he's done in horses. <laughs> you know, and he kind of went on with the whole list. It was kind of funny, but but it was it was it made you chuckle because you know these guys uh, trap have a lot of travel things, but those come into play. I mean, one of the reasons why we ended up in Traverse City was because there was concern about being able to get airlift to accommodate somebody coming uh, to Mackinac Island, as an example, which is my favorite destination in the world. So um, part of that is is the whole airlift consideration. What goes into that? Is it proximity to the venue and also the number of carriers that are servicing that area? Exactly. You know, because you do have to look at both. You, you don't want to, for example, a speaker you don't want them to connect two or three times. I mean, (laughs) trying to get to some, you know, great little remote place that you have found and have them totally frustrated because, you know, you get more than one connection and that's just a recipe for disaster Mm, in, in certain times of the year. So it's definitely that. But then it is also, you have to think about that, the distance from the airport to the venue. Mm -hmm. You, if you have someone who's, especially if they're coming in, say, from the West Coast coming to Michigan. Yeah. It's going to be a later arrival here. Right. Well, let, and, me, let me ask you this, because, and I don't want to put you on the spot, but I just respect what you're, what you're sharing. So if I said, hey, we're going to do a, a conference at Grand Hotel, to me that's almost a bucket list place for some people that are coming from around the Midwest going, I've always wanted to go there. Do you have some ways that you can weigh the inconvenience of travel up against the power of that uh, bucket list destination? You do. Um, and again, it comes down to the audience for the meeting. You know, is this an executive level conference? Mm, yeah. Which may have a higher budget than, you know, than some others do. What does the venue have to offer? And I'm with you. I love Mackinac Island. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite places ever. But on top of that, how much free time is there going to be? Is there really going to be enough? Oh, to enjoy know, it, yeah. Enough time to enjoy it, or is it just going to lead to some frustration on the on the side of the attendees? Great point. Those are all things that have to go into that thought process. Well, and you're, you're helping, also going to you're helping us understand. Have to bring people in a day early. Oh yeah, well of course yeah, and then yeah, yeah, and then take them home a day later, just to accommodate having to. You know, put your luggage on the horse and get down to the ferry dock and then take the boat across to Mackinac City. And then how are you getting them from there to whatever airport that you're using? Right. And for sure, you know, know you've been traveling after you've done something like that. Well, we know we're talking Michigan when you're talking about horses and carriages and all kinds of fun like that. (laughs) Well, we're going to go take another another commercial break real quick. We'll be right back here with Michigan Corners on the Michigan Business Network. 
Do you like to travel for fun and excitement, craving a relaxing getaway? No matter where you want to go or what you want to do, you can trust Dean Trailways to get you there. Our luxury motor coach lets you relax while you travel. No traffic to worry about, no parking fees, no hassle. Are you looking for some sizzling excitement this fall? Let Dean Trailways bring on the heat and take you to Firekeepers, Michigan's newest gaming hotspot. Experience the thrills of the slots, blackjack, craps, the live poker room, and indulge in the world-class restaurants, all while counting on Dean to bring you home safely. Dean Trailways of Michigan. Travel smart. You found the Michigan Corners right here on the Michigan Business Network and so glad to have with us today Cheryl Benjamin. She's the founder, CTM Consulting, and I am just really enjoying the expertise that you're bringing to the table here today, Cheryl. And you know, when I think about having meetings, uh, you mentioned something in our last segment about, you know, kind of sun up to sun down, sitting in the same business room and outside is an incredible destination. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing that I thought was just amazing. I actually was on a conference one time where I was on a cruise ship. And the cruise ship was was having meetings all day long. And I remember we were up at, uh, it was, I think, called Glacier Bay in Alaska. And they said, well, you know, we're turning around here in Glacier Bay. We thought maybe you might like to go out and just take a look around. Let's take a half hour off. I'm like, really? <laughs> it was kind of an incredible moment. But to your point, how do you make those events or those meetings special? And I think a lot of times it, it comes down to how many events and how you plan events around them. Would you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. Most of the meetings that I've been involved um, with setting up, I always recommend that. You can't overload people during a meeting. Yeah. You have to give them some time to you know, get out, enjoy the area, but most importantly, make it a networking opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know, I've done things such as dinner cruises and ball games, and um, there was one uh, particular group that we had a variety of, of options for them, and it was select one, and it one was just nothing more than a cooking class, mm. because the area that we were in happened to to have um, a culinary arts program nearby. And so those things are always fun. And, you know, again, summertime in Michigan especially is a great opportunity for that. Look at the number of minor league ball teams that we have. Right, right. And, you know, we're focusing on this, on this meetings aspect, but I have to also talk about the, the employers in our state and any kind of employee events that they may have. For example, yeah, I spent almost 20 years with Dark Container, and one of the things I did was employee events. And we would have one here locally for our Michigan employees, and we did a Saturday lug night game. Oh, yeah. And the first year I, I did it, I think I had, I was panicking because we had, I don't know, maybe 800 people. Up to the last one prior to COVID, we had almost 4,000 because it wow. was an employee appreciation yeah. day. They, um, they could bring their families. And, you know, it was, it was a large event, but we have venues in the state for employee events and employee appreciation programs that make it so easy. Well, so think about this. Yeah. You have that many people. You contract with the 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 Lugnuts, for example, here in town. I tell them I want this many adult tickets, this many child tickets, and this many meals. 
We checked people in, and the rest of the day, I actually got to enjoy the Oh, event. good point. Because <laughs> you know, you know, they're, they're at the ball game. They'll have fun, right? Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, we have the Tigers in, in Detroit. And if you wanted to do, and you know, a winter event, we, of course, have, you know, football, you know, with the Lions. Yeah. And, you know, we have so much water that surrounds us that regardless of where you are, in the state, what do they say? You're never more than an hour to an hour and a half away from one of the Great Lakes. Right, right. So what a great employee event that would be. Take, you know, getting over to Muskegon or Holland or even, you know, up to the Bay City or Detroit area and do a dinner cruise. Well, some of the things I think, Cheryl, that you're inspiring me on is just to pay attention to the uh, incredible resources that are close by. So, my my brain goes to an event we we did one time over in Grand Rapids where we were we we'd been there many years in a row and so we wanted to do it something a little bit different. We actually uh, rented out after hours the museum that's right across the the water from the JW Marriott, and we called it a night yeah. at the museum. I dressed up as Teddy Roosevelt, and uh, oh, and we ended up uh, just having just a blast. And we probably brought in about five or six uh, other uh, local actors, because there's all these community theaters that are around that had different roles as if they were they were somebody in the museum that had come to life. And it was just a fantastic, fun thing. Well, the whole point is that museum uh, normally is shut down and our people can't get near it, but it's a great museum. And we had a chance after hours to rethink our event, and we had strolling. Um, I think we had strolling uh, hors d'oeuvre, heavy hors d'oeuvres, mm-hmm. and, a, and a, a bar that was open. You know that kind of thing. And so, anyways, it's just kind of thinking outside the box, isn't it? A little bit and paying attention to some of the jewels that are right here under our noses. Right. I've done the Ario's Museum. Oh, nice. Yeah. Same thing. You yeah. know, um, it. They opened it up for the evening for us, and had we had food catered in, and people from out of they, you know, they think of Michigan, they think of Detroit as, you know, as GM. Well, let's look a little closer. Where did this really start? Yeah. You know, for for the Lansing area, where did this really start? Um, the Turner Dodge Mansion. It's thinking about those things but in Muskegon, and I'm not sure if they rent it out anymore, but there's the Hume Hackley homes, and they were the original lumber barons in oh, that area. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, you know, doing things like that, bringing in that local culture, mm-hmm. that's what we have to do to continue to bring people to our, our beautiful state, whether it's, you know, winter, spring, summer, or fall. There's well, something it, it, here. It, so true. And we got to jump off to break again here. But, but you just remind me, it's why, it's why Zoom meetings are, are so pathetic. Uh, having meetings in person and doing something really special to get to know everybody, shaking hands and, and having to get to know everybody on at some special locations and making memories. Man, that's what Michigan's all about, and that's what we're so glad to have you here today with us, Cheryl. Thanks for tuning in to the Michigan Business Network. This is Michigan Corners. We'll be right back. The attorneys of Foster Swift, Collins & Smith offer legal counsel to businesses, families, individuals, and municipalities throughout Michigan with offices in Lansing, Farmington Hills, Grand Rapids, Detroit, Marquette, and Holland. Clients know they can count on Foster Swift for all their legal needs, from straightforward wills to sophisticated business transactions and complex litigation. Learn more about Foster Swift and how they can assist you at fosterswift.com.
This is the Michigan Corners right here on the Michigan Business Network. I'm Vic Versero, and I'm just thrilled with what I do for a living. It's fantastic to have somebody like Cheryl Benjamin with us, and I'm so grateful for Cheryl's thoughts. Cheryl, as I think about, uh, we've only got one slim segment left here, and as I think about some of the great things you've done uh, with your responsibilities at DART and, and with all of your consulting work, um, tell me, um, are, are there some favorite venues in Michigan that come to mind? You go, well, I got to tell you, if I here, here's here's a couple that I that I do for sure. Anything like that strike you? Oh, absolutely. You know, I found it funny that you mentioned the Park Place in Traverse City. Absolutely, one of the most unique venues that I had been in. Yeah, it took my children there, <laughs> and they even loved it. Yeah. And so, you know, that's always a, a great place for all the reasons that you said. Yeah, well, easy, and it's, it's you know, it, easy accessibility. It, it is, and, mm-hmm. it, and it's right there amongst everything. And, of course, it's owned by the Rotary Club. I I'm, I don't know if you knew that or not, but the Rotary Club oh, own, owns that particular uh, hotel, which I think is great. I think it was in disrepair, and the Rotary Club picked it up and, and has made it a gem there. And the other thing, quickly, those people that are, might consider the Park Place and I've ever been in their in their ballroom. They used to have a round ballroom, and I gave a speech there one time. The the acoustics were horrific, um, and it was really difficult. And today, beautiful but difficult. But today, they have a brand new remodeled ballroom. It is world class and will compete with any ballroom in the state of Michigan. So, you know, they're they're in the game for sure. Absolutely. What what other places do you enjoy? You know, I I love the JW Marriott in Grand Rapids when yeah. we were there, but. There is nothing that holds my heart quite like the Amway Grand. Oh, amen. Amen. <laughs> you know, there is just something about that old elegance yeah. in the old, you know, old part of the hotel. The old Pantland Hotel. That's right. Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, another one, and it's right here locally, is the Crown Plaza on oh, the west side yeah. of Lansing. Yeah. You know, it speaks volumes to me, that since the day that venue opened its doors, they've had the same general manager. Oh, I didn't know that. I did not know yes. that. They've had different nameplates out front. but uh, Different nameplates, but a plug for my friend Cindy Bowen there. She, oh. does, she runs a top-notch hotel. Wow. And if there is um, a meeting that I'm having to source in Lansing, it's my go-to. Wow, how about that? You know, they're kind of out there on their own, but they do such a fabulous job. Um, with meetings, they really, really do. It's a right, it's um, a right-sized hotel because it's not so big that you get overrun by the three-thousand-person venue that's going on, right? I mean, the, you, right. You, you're if you've got a reasonable size event, you're going to take over most of that hotel, right? Yeah. And then, you know, I'm drawing a complete blank on this. It's a golf resort up in northern Michigan that really narrows it down. Oh boy, it? does it! <laughs> um, and it is. It's east of Gaylord. Is it treetops? No, but that's another great one. Oh, it's a fantastic <laughs> one, and they're one of our oh, one of our partners here. It's going to crazy now. Uh, you know, <laughs> any other time, it would just pop right to me. Uh, well, um, <laughs> well, no pressure, oh, but oh yeah, Garland. You did, oh, yeah, Garland. Garland. Well, that's off to yeah. that's off to the east over by Atlanta. Yeah, so that's a yeah, that's a and, great you spot. Know, that's just it's again it's one of those areas that's just so beautiful and. And it's been a lot of fun to um, to do some golf trips there. Yeah, so. no doubt. Oh, and they have great golf there, fantastic golf. Well, listen, um, one of the things I, I want to make sure, Cheryl, we have a time to talk about is, is you and your expertise. Look, if I was in the corporate world still, 
uh, I would go, we need this person to come in and, and herd all of our bunnies so that we can be more efficient with our travel spend. Tell me, how do people get a hold of you if they say, you know what, I think I want to talk to Cheryl? Well, I'm easily found on LinkedIn. Yeah. And as well, uh, you can reach me via email, Cheryl at ctmcgroup.net. You know, I'm sure that if they reached out to the show, you would certainly, you know, be more than willing to put them in touch with me. Oh, you bet. And you bet. I'm here in the Lansing area. Yeah. Like I said, I've never... I, I live, honest to God, within 10 miles of where I was raised. Oh, no I kidding. Mean, this, that's how deep my roots run here in Michigan. <laughs> I love it. But we'll take it. And you got to be a Spartan fan then. Oh, gosh. Is there any other? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, look, thank you so much for for being a part of this. I, I really, man, I just uh, was so fun to hear some of the depth of, it, of information that you can bring to the table. So so thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule to be a part of this. Oh, well, thank you. It was a lot of fun. I love promoting our state. So Well, and, and it, is, it is a fun state to promote because from this standpoint, you know, there's so many wonderful venues and different things that can be done. But I have to tell you, what you reminded me here is the is the value of somebody that knows what they're doing. Um, I I think uh, when I have that steady hand in terms of negotiating contracts, somebody that can help me um, with their expertise and experience to to bring me um, better results in the end. Uh, that's the kind of stuff that you're doing, and I think you're doing a fantastic job. And and uh, it's uh, it's an honor to to finally uh, have a chance to get you on the show here. So Cheryl. Thanks for being a part of this. Thanks for being a part of helping us grow back uh, Michigan from our pandemic times into some great new times and fun times ahead right here in the beautiful Great Lakes State. You found the Michigan Corners. This is Vic Vercherot. So glad to have you with us here on the Michigan Business Network. Have a great day and can't wait to see you out there in Michigan. Real, honey,